0: Ortiz episode. Been on vacation for a little bit. A little summer vacation, you might say. Uh, we've all been very busy. Uh, Dill went on vacation, so we didn't have our court recording equipment last, last week. So we took our first ever week off. Well deserved, I think. Um, but we are all here virtually. Uh, I think everyone's a little tired tonight, so we're, we're doing this from home. Uh, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, boys?
1: Fantastic. Now, Trey, I got a question for you. i How you feeling? I feel old. Yeah, it was my birthday this week. Forbidden topic.
0: My birthday, I don't want to talk about it. Um, I don't I don't like being twenty four. I had a no great correction. birthday Forbidden topic, still Cam's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a great birthday though, it was a good time. Uh, we had some fun, so um, let's jump right into it. Uh, winners and losers. Um, Tucker, you are again a winner through Ways Waste Take of the MLB being cancelled in two to three weeks.
1: I don't and, like, I'm a, and I'm a loser because it's, it's been two been weeks. It's also been two <laughs> weeks. Definitely not getting canceled. It's Actually, been two you know, weeks. I, 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 I don't know what people are thinking. But,
0: I mean, we had the Mets cancel a game this week. So, But, uh, Tucker, I think you are tied for – I think you're in the lead. Wow. Now. Hold on. Wow. Let me check Let me check my notes here. Tucker is, no, you're tied for first. Tucker, you're tied – you and Cam are tied with nine. I and remember F- when I was down with Dylan. Yeah, so uh, that's hey. a big winner. Uh, any other winners or losers anyone can think of? Um, uh, no. All right. That's been a while, so we can kind of clear the slate. But um, let's just jump into ways to take. Now, i got a ways to take that I want to lead off with because I talked about this last night. We had our fantasy draft. I've talked about this for a couple, couple weeks now. This one's been sitting there. Um, I already know what it is. Yeah, so we had... Yeah, <laughs> the Chiefs running back there, what's his name? Damien. Fine <coughs> Edwards. No, D- Damien, whatever the, the starter was last year, that guy. Yeah.
2: Williams.
1: Uh, Damien right. Williams or Damien ah. Harris? One of those two. Damien Harris. Damien Williams. Williams. Damien Williams. Yeah, so Damien Williams
0: opted out. Um, and, of course, the Chiefs took in the first round, Fine Edwards-Hilaire. I love that pick. I loved watching him in in college. I thought he was really good on L S U. And I think with Patrick Mahomes, he's gonna be really good on the Chiefs. He's gonna get a ton of ton of time with that, you know, kind of thinner running back core now that Hunt's been gone for a while and now that uh, Williams is gone. So I mean take's pretty simple,
1: takes pretty easy. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, rookie of the year this year. Let
2: me know what you're
1: Tucker. Trey, I love this take as the guy that drafted Clyde Edwards Hilaire in our fantasy league. I am rooting hard for this. I mean, he's flying up draft boards. He's getting drafted high everywhere. So Yeah. I mean, I think he could be an absolute stud out there. I think he will be. He's just, he was so good in college. And I think it'll just translate well. He's a little small for the position at 5'7". But besides that, great player. And we're at that age now where every guy coming into the NFL is now younger than us. Every single person for the rest of your life will be younger than you come into the NFL draft. Um, the thing I like about Clyde Edwards-
0: Edwards-Hilaire is I like him as a pass-catching back. I don't know how he, how great he is as a runner, but in that offense with Patrick Mahomes catching the ball, I think that's going be, to be a big help to them this year and help them try to repeat. Dylan, any thoughts?
2: Well, the Chiefs are going to be winning every single game, so he's going to get a lot of touches, that's for sure. Um, I, he sounds good. He's going to, uh, roll this opportunity here, I think. So good job. Oh Tucker. God. Good pick. Um,
1: just a little fact about Clyde Edwards. Hilaire. I just found, do you know what his squat max is a lot? I imagine three over 600 pounds. So a lot. <laughs> he's five, uh, seven, and he can squat over 600. Cam, any thoughts? Yeah, first off, that's not that big of a deal. I don't think that's
3: impressive at all. I'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking in the background. Um, I don't think – I don't. I think he's going to be a bust. He's going to be nothing of note. Um, the rookie of the year is going to be Joe Burrow. It's not even close. Uh, and if you want to go ahead and count that as my ways to take, you can have it because it's, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. He's going to be the best quarterback that we've ever seen in our lifetime. Uh, Clyde, bad. 5'7". He doesn't have the skills. He was maybe the fourth best running back in this draft class, and they dropped him way too early. Um, he's going to be terrible. The best running back in the draft is going to be Cam Akers, and <laughs> anything after that I don't really I don't really care about. But Cam Akers is going to be the best running back. Joe Burrow is going to win Rookie of the Year.
0: Let's not jump the gun on a, on a ways to take first of all. I just want to reply to the Joe Burrow thing. You see the video of his entire defensive line chasing him? He has no help. He's got one good wide receiver. He's got a crap offensive line. He's The only help he has is Joe Mixon. I just don't think this is the year that the Bengals are going to be any good. I think the Bengals are going to stink. I don't think he's going to be anything special. I think it's going to take him a couple years. say 5-11. I think it's going to take him a couple years to get into the swing of things. I don't think it's going to take Clyde. He's team. in a solid division, too. Yeah, I, I disagree. But, uh, Cam, since you
3: want to get into your ways to take, just go ahead. Yeah, so my ways to take is that um, Joe Burrow is going to be the rookie of the year this year, um, and and I was going through the draft and and we were doing the draft last night, and I drafted Joe Mixon as my second pick and and I hated it, and um, but I do like Joe Mixon. I had him last year for the end of the year while he was healthy and he was he was pretty good for me. Um, don't know if I trust him that much, but I I had ninth pick. I had to draft Austin Eckler first because we didn't have a PPR league. And, and after that, I just kind of said, you know what, we're just going to risk it this year. Um, but I think Joe Mixon's going to be good. A.J. Green's going to be healthy. They got uh, Tyler Boyd. They got uh, John Ross. They got T. Higgins that they just picked up this year. John um, Ross is I too don't fast. Know. Huh? John Ross is too fast. People forget. Nope. Just fast enough. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, they, I they so. don't need a line. They don't need a line. He needs two seconds to throw because there's always going to be somebody open, and he can always find somebody open, and he's going to find somebody open. And he's going to throw for 4,000 yards this year and 30-plus TDs.
1: Now, Tim, I want to <laughs> tell you a little thing about Joe Burrow's season, why it's not going to go well. Have you looked at his schedule? Like sure. He played, he, played he played in, in a the SEC. Very SCC. strong defensive division. He has to go against the Ravens twice. He has to go against the Steelers twice. He's playing played the, in the SEC, He's this playing the Colts. He's playing the Texans. He's playing the Jaguars. He's playing the Titans. Like, he doesn't have an easy schedule. He's going to get by a lot of these teams. I'm missing those five play in the SEC. Year, and in the the SEC. Five and
3: eleven. SEC. Uh, played in the, play in the SEC. Yeah, well this
1: is big boy football. Yeah, okay, actually. well and he just I just don't see the team around. I you need an offensive line. Yeah, he had he had the best receiving core in like of the last like twenty years in college. He had one of the best receiving cores ever. Alabama receiving core was better last year. Was it? They had Jerry Judy and Henry like, Rhodes. And then that one other guy that was really fast. Uh but then this team had Blair, and um, Justin Jefferson all on the team. And the guy that can, that's coming back this year. But that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> 4,000 yeah, yards. Yeah, i just like I think he's going to be a great quarterback, but I just don't think he has the pieces right now to be the, the star he would need to be to win a rookie of the year at the quarterback position. Dylan, any thoughts?
2: Oh, like, yeah, like I said, with Trey's take, um, Clyde, whatever his face, has got an opportunity to do something there, like, he's fallen into, uh, a program where he can succeed right off the bat, I don't think that's the case for, uh, um, Joe Burrow, uh, you know, he, like, Cam was listening off names, and I'm like, these guys are trash, <laughs> And with, yeah. with no O-line, I don't know what you're going to get. Uh, probably nothing good. So I'm going to say he's not rookie of the year.
0: I like this, though. I like the Dueling Chase camp. It's going to be headed Uh,
1: Tucker,
0: why don't you jump in? Ways to take.
2: Yeah, I'm going to switch it up a
1: little bit. We're going to basketball over here. I mean, it's NBA playoffs. No one wants to even go. Ways to take out about it. But um, watching the NBA playoffs, I've been watching a few of the games. And I've decided, I'm making a second-round prediction already. And the Miami Heat are beating the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to say it's a six-game series. I just, they don't have the pieces. They just have Giannis. They just have Giannis. And the Miami Heat are a full team. They're a dark horse, like, contender. I mean, they've been just outplaying the Pacers, who are an actual pretty good team. And... Miami's been playing absolutely mediocrely and I just don't see them making a run at it. I, I heard on a podcast a while ago, the producer said the bucks
0: stink. and Everyone laughed at him. Uh, but I think the bucks aren't that good. I mean, I think Giannis is that entire team and I don't think he's looking through through the bubble. I think that time off really slowed him down. I mean, I I don't know. they are, I think they'll beat the Magic, obviously. I mean, the
1: Magic are... Really- yeah, no, I'm not saying... I, I mean, I'm part of my prediction is saying the Bucks win this series. I could totally see them
0: losing to the Heat. The Heat are, are playing well. I know Cam would like that, but um, I, I could see it happening. I think the East right now is wide open. I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite in the East right now. Um, I, I, I think the, the Celtics look good. Um, who was the other team that I wanted to watch for? Raptors? The Raptors, the Raptors. I'd say the Raptors are probably the front runners in the East right now.
1: I would say that too as w they're the two seed. Yeah, and I'd say they're probably the front runners. I mean they didn't play too great in their last game against the Nets. So they almost let the Nets get back into it with and they have nobody. But um, yeah, I mean I would I would say they're probably my favorite. the the favorite, not my favorite, obviously I'm wearing for the Celtics, but and and they're the, probably the favorite to win it right now. If the Bucks don't win this year or next year, I guess.
0: Giannis is not staying there, so this is there's a lot riding on this. So they really got to. Yeah, pick. they need it. Cam, what do you think? Are your Heat beating the uh, beating the Bucks next round, or what?
3: Yeah. Well, Different? first of all, why do you think the Bucks are going to make it?
1: <laughs> you think the Magic are winning this series? I mean. Did, I, the Bucks win? What, did the I'll Bucks win? I'll say the Magic will make it if you can name three players in the um, Orlando Magic. The first That's off, did the did the Bucks win tonight? The
3: yeah, they won by 15. Okay. Yeah, so All right, so it was it's 1-1 in the series. First off, so I don't know why this is such a big deal. Um, Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac's out for the out for the bubble. By the way, he he tore his ACL. All right, well, he is a Florida State alum, and he's bringing spirit to the team. So um, I don't know why this is such a big deal, why you think they're going to lose like win so easily. But um, anyway, yeah, the Heat are looking very good. They're 2-0 in their series. Um, the Raptors are looking good. Celtics, I mean, they're playing the 76ers, who are just a train wreck when it comes to anything that has to do with winning something important. Um. So I mean, the heater, the heater, gonna roll. That's I. That, that's obvious. Um, and the Bucks. I I don't I don't know if the Bucks are gonna win anything else. I I think they might get swept in these next two games, three games, whatever it is. <laughs> Gentlemen, sweep four and one. Dylan, any thoughts?
2: Um, no. Haven't watched the Heat play. Watched the Celtics play a game. They look pretty good. No idea how good the Bucks are. I do like that Giannis guy. He's like my favorite guy in the league. So yeah,
1: totally know what he that is. that Giannis guy. Um, all
0: right, Uh Dill, wait to take.
2: All right, Um switching gears again. We're going hockey. We're gonna see NHL hockey history this year because when the Bruins win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> They're going to etch a name into that trophy who has never played in an NHL hockey game. And that man is Daniel Vladar, the backup goalie for the Boston Bruins. He has never played in an NHL game, but they will still put his name on the cup That's because hilarious. he's not, because he's still on the team.
1: I don't think the
2: that has ever happened. <laughs>
1: Well, we might have to
0: fact check that, but I, yeah, I have no I, idea this guy, I asked you about him, Dylan, and you said he's never played before, I mean, we can get more into the Tuca thing later, but, um, I mean, the, the Bruins look good so far, and and I don't hate Yaro and Ned at all, I? Dude, he's, played do really well. he, he's played really well in the time that we've had him, I think Tuca's Tuka, heart wasn't in it at all, I mean, he's, you could see that from his comments, and then from him playing golf right after he left the bubble. Um, but I love it. I love this take. And I don't know if it's a guarantee that the Bruins will win, but, uh, they look good so far and, uh, I I like it. Tucker?
1: I mean, yeah, I like the take. I mean, saying that the Bruins will win after the first round is definitely a take in itself, but to move it up to this guy, I mean, you don't think he'll play once. Maybe we'll have one blowout that they'll
2: throw him in just for shits and giggles. That's the only chance. If the, if, like we need or, at
1: least or, one blowout or, so they can just like throw him in for the last 30 seconds. Or
2: so Halak will, will get hurt or something. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, he has never played in a I'm game.
1: I'm <laughs> rooting for an injury, but I'm rooting for him to play now. I want to see him in a game, because that'd be electric. Your first game, just being like, hey, you're an NHL playoff goalie. I mean, it's, it's like the second. As long as the as
0: Yaro stays healthy and the Bruins are competitive in every game, that guy won't touch the ice. Yeah, so that's, so, yeah exactly. No, no, we
1: need a non-competitive game. Is what we need. Yeah, I so. don't
2: want him to play. I want that name on the trophy, and I want him to never have set foot on that ice.
1: Cam, any
3: thoughts whatsoever to this one? Not even one thought on it. I have no idea what that even means. It, uh, <laughs> why w- don't you get a ring if you if you're on the team? Yeah, you get a ring, but he's never played at all. He's not played one game.
1: Uh, he's never right. been in a get hot an NHL hockey game. And like, yeah, he'll get a, he
3: gets a ring, right? He's that's that's his his honor. He he warmed up the squad and during practice, probably right.
2: <laughs> that's true. All
0: right. Um, so let's just, uh, since we took a break off, let's just go around. The, the. We don't have any more, like, let's not have any focus segments. Let's just go through the four major league, talk about the major storylines. So I guess we'll start with baseball because we haven't really talked baseball yet. Uh, the big story this week was uh, Tatis taking a big old hack on a 3-0 count and blasting it out of the yard, up big. And you have the majority of people saying, this is fun, this is baseball. And then you have the baseball hardos being like, you can't do that. Uh, you have the Red Sox manager, Ron, Renneke, coming out and saying, I wouldn't have done that. Um, I hate this. Don't get in a 3-0 count. Don't be down by five. Like, just be better. If you're going to lay meat over the plate to the best hitter in the league right now, best home run hitter in the league right now, you, what do you think going to happen? Uh, I don't hate it at all. I you're, you're playing to win the game. And, you know, I heard a stat about how like the Padres last year were down by the same amount at the same point in the ball game and they played hard and ended up winning it and like winning by like three runs. It's just, he's just playing playing hard. I, I don't hate it at all. Uh Dylan, you're the the baseball guy. You you agree with some of the unwritten rules of baseball. What do you think about uh, this one here?
2: I I don't understand how you can be upset by by uh Upset with a player for playing the game—it makes no sense to me. I mean, you put your team out there to try to compete. It's like, uh, it's like I always hated uh, in high school when we were being smoked by 20, and someone would pimp under the fence and jog it out for a single. It was just so demoralizing. I'd rather have guys go up there and try their hardest. And if it's a three-o cookie down the middle and he takes the fring- thing yabo, like that's baseball, baby.
0: It's not a guarantee you're gonna hit a home run.
2: Either,
0: yeah. Like. I, like, hey, if you don't want him to hit like that, then don't throw
2: him a meatball. Yeah, I don't I don't, like, I don't know how the Red Sox manager of all people would be like. Yeah, that's not like a good like thing to do. It's like, what you just? Why? Why?
0: one game this week.
2: Why? Why? Why throw a guy out there on the mound that can barely throw the ball to plate? Like, or what do you? What do you expect? <laughs>
0: Just getting ready for the Red Sox pitchers to be down 3 0 every time and having to do this. But Tucker,
1: you don't. Sport. There's no courtesies in this. Like, this is literally Little League, bud. If he wants to hear Yavo, he can anytime he wants, and I'm going to cheer for him, and I wish he bat-flipped in their face.
2: Hey, I really wish he did, yeah, for sure. <laughs> if he
1: used to bat-flip after that, there would have been a brawl.
0: He did steal third the next game when they were up big, too, so I love that move, just rubbing their noses in it. That's Cam, what I do. Thoughts?
2: I do that all the time.
0: Any thoughts, Cam?
1: What's that, panic?
3: Um, huh. yeah, I watched this... I thought, I have no idea where they're coming from, like, discriminating this. Uh, like, yeah, I don't swing on three, you know, either. But, like, if you throw them that, yeah, you might as well. That's just, like, the pitcher's giving up. If anything, they-, yeah, they hit the home run. Like, yes, thank you for showing our pitcher that he probably shouldn't throw those kind of balls
2: anymore. Yeah, it's such a wild thing to do is get upset at, at the advantage. other team for hitting a home run.
0: <laughs> just the old baseball getting, get guys getting mad. I mean, I play a lot of the show, and if I have a 3-0 count, I'm taking a big hack almost every time.
2: But to that's so up. crazy to me how the the baseball people are against that. No, like, the whole point of baseball is playing competitive 100% of the time. Like. That's
1: It'd
2: be, like, just, it'd, be, it'd be like if you have a wide open three and you're winning by 20 and whoever except, Ray Allen's in the corner, like, what, is he not going to shoot?
0: It's an example of, the, of a player being competitive and not. I mean, the pitcher wasn't competitive. That's not a competitive pitch. Just, like, you're not going to play the game. You're going to get tackled to left field. Yeah. Gonna but, uh, all just right. be better. Um, other than that, in baseball, I mean, the season's still going. There's some COVID stuff, but, uh, sucker's take. We, we'll see. But, uh, actually,
2: actually, winner, winner for me, uh, the Sox are on schedule to, uh, not win more than 15 games, which is what I said at the beginning of the year.
0: That's a tentative winner. That's not a winner yet.
2: It's no, winner but yet. they're on pace.
0: I think they're winning for now. But, um, so let's move oh. to the NHL, uh, playoffs underway. Uh, Bruins already in the second round. Is anyone else in the second round yet, Bill? Uh,
2: the Tampa Bay Lightning have made it on our side. I don't know anything about the West.
0: So, I mean, from the Bruins' perspective, they look really good. they I was worried in, like, the second game, um... Where they weren't, they, they lost, and then they were down big in the fourth the fourth game, and then Charlie McAvoy came out and absolutely destroyed Stahl, and
2: then they put up four goals in the third. Uh, Colorado there was Avalanche. Three goals after that, actually. We scored. Oh. we scored, and then the hit, and then we scored three. Yeah, the, the, the the Bruins are came back from uh, losing the past two games. They're looking hot. They got uh, a spry young goaltender in Jaroslav Halak in net. And I think they should just release Tuca.
0: This is just the dog podcast now. We got dogs barking everywhere. Um, so yeah, I mean, I haven't really watched anything outside of the Bruins really, but
1: uh, <laughs> just general thoughts on the bubble and the NHL playoffs and how it's been going so far, Chuck. My main thing is I want Tuca fired. Oh yeah. Like it'd be one thing if Tuca didn't want to play. And then never showed up. But Tuca showed up, played a game or two. Did he play one or two games? He played two. He
2: played two playoff games and three of the bad. the round robin games before.
0: That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So Tuca just leaving. I mean, I think he might be done in Boston. I people, calling, see people have People been calling for his job for a long time. I always never was one of those crowd. I think he's still a good goalie. I am. But he said before, you know, he left, he's like, it doesn't feel right out there. Like, it doesn't feel like a playoff atmosphere. And then the worst thing is, he's out playing golf afterwards. Like, don't do that. Just keep your head down for a little bit. Uh, Dill, you said, I think, on this podcast a little while back that Tuka is never going to play for the Bruins again. So what do you think about Tuka leaving?
2: Well, I was always on the team in that I thought he was going to retire after this year and that once the whole virus hit and they canceled or they postponed the season, I was on the fence wondering whether he was going to even come back or not. He decided to come back. And then um, during one of the round robin games, he let up a goal late in the third period, like a minute left. And then we pulled him to grab an extra skater, right? Because now we were losing by a goal. And he sat on the bench and looked at Chara and just like shrugged his shoulders, like, eh. And Char, Char was just like, all right, dude. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I saw that live, and I was like, he like he doesn't care. Maybe, maybe the whole team doesn't care, but I guess it just turned out that he doesn't care. Um, his heart really wasn't in it last year when he took uh, time off. Um, he said he wanted to go be with the family. And, and the organization keeps backing him like the Bruins organization keeps backing him with this stuff. So I don't know if he's like not disclosing something with his family and he's just like in his head and, um, you know, say
0: credit that the whole team backed him up and they've d- they did it last year too. So there might be something else going on with his family. Um, I just don't even show up. Like, don't bother coming to the bubble. Like it's fine. Like people opted out. Like I'm not mad at one person who's opted out so far, but, uh, Cam, what are your thoughts on just like, I know you're not too well-versed in Bruins, but just a player coming into the bubble or coming into the playoffs and then just being like, no, I don't want
3: to be here, I'm leaving. Um, I don't have much to say on on it at all. Uh, Like you said, I don't know Bruins, I don't know hockey that well. (laughs) Um, But I would just stick it out and and try to win, especially if you're the one seed. Um, Maybe he's, he's going through something that a lot of people don't know about. And instead of ridiculing the guy, they should actually be there for him. Um, <laughs> and I think that would probably make him feel a lot better and, and probably make him play better as well.
2: Well the the well, thing
3: perfect the next day, so I really don't feel that bad for him.
2: The thing but, with uh, the, one more thing, the thing with Tuka is that he's he's the type of player that um, the crowd like the like if the crowd's not behind him, he doesn't like get ready to play. If if, if the atmosphere doesn't feel right, then he's not good. Like he, he he's very uh finicky when it comes to like situations that are great. He can't like bring himself up. He needs like help from say, around him. It's I used
0: to weird. say about him that if he lets like two in early, he's done.
2: Yeah, he, he, he doesn't when the going gets tough, he does not get it done.
0: Yeah, as as Connor would say. Um all right, let's move on to the NBA. Uh, let's just talk about the one seed. We talked about the Bucks. Let's talk about the Lakers a little bit. So, the Lakers lost uh, to the Blazers. I like the Blazers. I think the Blazers are scrappy. I think Dame really wants to, to prove that he's an elite player. I think a lot of people sleep on Dame. I mean, the Lakers, if, if they don't win it this year, is LeBron done? Because, like, I mean, he's he went he put he dipped, pulled all the strings to get AD there. He's getting older. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like... If, they, if they're having trouble with the first round, if they don't get out of the first round, especially, I think LeBron's definitely done. But if they don't at least make a run here, I feel like his career is going to start to take a, a downturn. Also, for the GOAT conversation, if he can't get out of the first round to the Blazers, that needs to die. He just loses that. But um,
1: Okay, no, I'm cutting you off early here because, number one, Wow, who had more first-round exits, LeBron or Michael? I'm just curious. How many first-round exits Michael had? Five? When he all was mean? Right. rookie, playing right. the greatest teams of all time? for first six years, the greatest teams of all time. The bad boy Pistons were one of the greatest teams of all time? No, yeah. they were a good team. They didn't even have a superstar. They didn't even have a superstar on that, that team. What are you talking about? There, there was no superstar. That was the beauty of that team was that there was no superstar on the team. It wasn't. It was uh,
0: it,
2: you guys, it, the, the
0: Celtics th- too, though. He lost to the Celtics a ton. I just feel like that. This, if you're this good, as everyone says, LeBron is, and and you have another top, I don't know, what is eighty, a top ten player in the league on your team, and you're losing to
1: the the play in Portland Trailblazers. I just don't. Dark I don't horse. That. All right, about six things off of that. Number one. He's the assist leader in the NBA as a 35-year-old 6'8 point guard. And I'm not saying he's not good.
2: It's just saying he's number not good two, at winning.
1: Number two, he's up 17 at half right now. I I bet there's a 0% chance. I will – I'll, I'll put a pinky bet on this. I, didn't say <laughs> I said if they do, then his legacy is tarnished. It's, it's ruined if he can't win this one. I just 100% disagree. That's like saying, like, yeah, Jordan's legacy got tarnished when he played for the Wizards. It, it didn't help his legacy, for sure. but he, like, Yeah, but it didn't tarnish his legacy at all. And he, but, but he also won six rings Tucker.
2: The, thing, the yeah. thing with LeBron and people backing him up is, once you talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. And this guy is just... He's so friggin' good, but he just... He
1: went just, eight straight finals! I wasn't he
2: went done. He eight! I wasn't done. I said he is very, very good. He brings teams up. He heightens them up, obviously. He's the best player in the league every single year, but he doesn't win the championship as much as people say how good he is. He should win it more, and he doesn't. So that.
1: Okay, if you put the Bulls against that twenty eight. I'm not talking about
2: LeBron, I'm just saying I'm or MJ. I'm no, literally just I'm talking just, about I'm just saying you that can't compare the, the two. It's like comparing a fruit to a vegetable.
1: Ungodly. That's a garbage argument because it's such a different game than it was yeah, it, conference it's, it, then versus now is completely different. The Western Conference is crazy good now versus back. Yeah, back I the don't. Western Conference. With who, the we're week, not. We're not making a connection conference. between the
2: two. We're just saying LeBron should win more because he's a better player, but for some reason he doesn't win as much. That's it. This round is
0: what we're saying. And you if he loses, if
2: he loses this round, it's going to be like, wow, that was a really good effort. Good job, guys. Uh,
0: Cam, your thoughts on this highly contentious debate? He's
2: not gonna lose. Probably not, like, but we're that, saying if he does. Not. I, we he never knows. said he was going okay. to. Or,
3: <laughs> but listen, you guys gotta stop interrupting me. One, all right, all right.
2: stop quoting stop quoting Paul Pierce. If Paul Pierce was a Laker, you would you would probably be on the opposite end of this debate. Oh, so I, relax. I don't I do not care about that.
3: Wait, I didn't uh, hear that. Paul, said... Paul Pierce literally said word for word. What Trey's take was on this whole thing, but um, Rape yeah, well, dumb. Um, no, <laughs> if he loses this, it yeah, it sucks. But like, for his first year on a new team, brought him to the number one seed in the West. Like,
0: they led,
2: sound like led all excuses sorts, to me.
3: Led all let all sorts of stats, and then had to deal with this treacherous COVID, where everybody was all off kilter and, you know, you set up an eight seed to, to have nothing to lose and go out and win in the first round. Yeah, it's possible, but it doesn't mean he's not the GOAT. He's still the GOAT. He's the greatest basketball player of all time.
0: This, is, this just boils down to the crux of every single LeBron stand is just the excuse trains
1: roll on in. What? So We're both saying he's absolutely going to win this series. I'm going to say it's going to go 4-1. He's going to win the series. I'm saying it's game one. It's a gentleman's sweep. He's a gentleman. He gave them one to make them feel good. Their, their whole It would have been pointless for them to come to the bubble if they just got swept the first round. LeBron, good guy. Man of the people. He's like, here, <laughs> have a game. I'll give you a little bit of a leg up. Because he felt bad for them.
2: I don't hate that take, Tucker.
1: Hey, LeBron. Um, all
0: right. Let's just quickly, NFL, I mean, practices are starting up. Uh, seems like there's not going to be any fans in the stands for the start of the game, but we're
1: no first votes? game Thursday night football, Chiefs is gonna have twenty two percent of their attendance.
0: That seems like a bad idea, but um, bad idea. The, the Patriots announced no no fans in September. Uh, probably will stretch into October. Uh, uh, season it's gonna be weird. I mean, I I'll still be watching every game. Um, I want. I don't think football. At least that the pros is as big of a factor with fans as other sports are. I think they're so removed and there's like – I think in college it's a big deal because they get so loud. I guess for teams like the Chiefs and the Seahawks it might be a problem, but uh, I don't foresee it being that that big of a deal. Uh, It'll be weird, but your
3: thoughts on no fans, Cam? Um, I don't, I don't think it's that, I mean, we've already seen it in all the other sports, right? It doesn't, I don't think it's, it's that big of a deal. Um, I think football is one of the louder sports anyway. There's constant like chatter and, and yelling between the offense and the defense. I think it's going to be interesting to hear, like, we always hear like the mic'd up stuff and now it's really going to be like everybody talking, a lot of trash talking stuff. Are they doing the delay on the NFL too? They probably
2: will. All I know is you're going to hear a lot of helmet smashing, butt slapping, farting, sneezing, man grunting. It's going to be one hell of a football experience. Now,
1: here's another take for you. You guys watched a little bit of the XFL, right? Yeah. They need to have hot mics on certain players and the coaches like they do in the XFL. The XFL, like, constantly, the head coach was constantly mic'd up and then you'd have a couple players mic'd up every game. Need it in the NFL now. It's a perfect opportunity for it. It would make this whole not having fan things worth it. If I could hear Bill Belichick on the sidelines. Mind you, Bill Belichick would never do that in a million years, I'm aware. But it would be incredible to get to hear it if, if he was forced upon him. I think it's going to be cool to be able to hear Like, if you're a football
0: like enthusiast like like I am, to be able to the reads and the quarterback calls a little more clearly and maybe some lineman call outs and linebackers and stuff like that. I think will be cool. Has anybody watched any, any hard knocks at all?
1: I watched the first episode. Haven't gotten to the second one yet. It's not good. It's a bummer. Yeah. Save your
0: time. If you haven't, Um, it's just all COVID stuff and there's no preseason games and it's like, not. it doesn't seem like, you know, the best thing I liked about hard knocks is like the competition between like the fringe guys trying to get on doesn't seem like that's really as, as strong this year with the bigger rosters. But, uh, yeah. So, NFL on the way. We're excited. Let's jump in. Movie from two weeks ago. Airplane.
3: Who watched it? I watched it.
1: I, watched I actually
3: it. did watch this one. Damn. I flew on an airplane a couple times. All right. Count it.
0: Um, uh, your, uh actually, I'll, I'll, you go last move, but. I, I mean, I liked it. It's not as funny as I remember it, weirdly. Um, I like it. It's got some really classic lines in there. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, I like my coffee like I like my men. Um,
3: it's coming right down It's
0: us! It's, it's pretty funny that the taxi gag that it opens with, the guy leave the meter running yeah. for the whole movie, that's pretty funny. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. It's one of those dumb... It feels like it was, like, the birth to, like, the parody movies, like, like, you know, like, uh, I don't know when Spaceballs came out, but I'm sure it was, a, it was around that time. And then, um, stuff like Scary Movie and stuff like that, I feel like took a lot from that. I mean, what's the guy, the guy that, like, the what, doctor.
2: Was, what was hey. the parody? Like, what is the parody? What about National
0: what you Yeah. I mean, uh, it's not, I don't think it's a parody of anything like in particular, okay. but I mean, it had a bunch of like references in it. Yeah. That, no,
2: you know, I, I just didn't I know if it was Donald, like,
0: uh, uh, that John Travolta movie, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, it's got a bunch of parodies. I don't think it's any specific parody, but, um, I mean, I like it. It's funny. It's not as funny as I remember it. I'll give it a, I'll give it a six, eight.
2: Wow. That is close to mine.
1: Tucker. I mean, I enjoyed it. I actually, I don't think I'm, I kind of remember seeing it, but not really. Uh, so it was pretty new to me when I watched it. Um. I enjoyed it, honestly, for the most part. I thought Kareem being in it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, all around, I thought it was a pretty solid movie. I'm not a huge old movie guy. But this one, yeah, I Yeah, you know, like stupid got me so. giggling. I had a few, like, out loud chuckles. One so, of is definitely the, you're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm Roger Murdoch. Yeah. No, you're Kareem. I have season tickets. That's definitely one of the funniest parts. Um. Overall, though, enjoyed the movie. Gave me some laughs. Would watch again. I'll give it a solid seven three.
0: OJ was not in it, by the way. I don't know why I thought that. I was thinking of Naked Gun. Uh, Dylan, your movie. Your
2: uh, movie. yeah. So I'm with you, Trey. It, it wasn't as funny as the last time I remember watching it. I remember watching it as a smaller human. Um, it's still like there's three parts of the movie that give me every time one is when he's uh dancing um in like the bar uh, with his soon-to-be wife and you can just see the cords like holding holding him (laughs) up and he's just like "Eh." (laughs) you can't that part gets me um the uh that when he has a drinking problem and he just throws the drink over his shoulder <laughs> that part gets me every time. And, and then, uh, uh, whenever they do a, like a pant, like a, they just show the plane in the air. It's obviously just like a fake plane. That's like 10 inches long with this like shitty backs, <laughs> like a green screen sh- behind it.
1: <laughs> I love the shitty, like the stuff that they did purposely. With, yeah, like,
2: exactly. Yeah, it gets me every time. Um, in terms of a score, though, in term, like, is it a good movie or not? I mean, I'd watch it with my friends, and if I'm goofing around, maybe. Uh, I'll give it a
0: 6-7. Be careful watching with your grandson. There are boobs in it.
2: Yep, yeah, boobies. Uh,
0: so, my turn, my movie. Um, we're going to do something we haven't done yet. We're going to do a musical.
2: Oh! Uh, oh, my God. Cam has
0: a little experience with musicals. Isn't that right? Hey, me too. I do. I do.
2: I was in that play.
0: You didn't sing though. No one was a Dance sailor. No,
2: oh, I sang in the in the bedroom with the lady friend though.
0: Sailor. <laughs> um we're gonna do the producers. This is my favorite musical. Oh, I fucked with this. Uh, maybe maybe invite Connor to watch it with you, Talk. He's a big musical guy, but uh, never heard of it. This is about pair of producers that come up with a scheme to make a lot of money by putting out a bad play and the play they choose is about adolf hitler and it's um a couple guys from lion king teaming up again uh what the hell uh nathan lane and what the hell is simba's name matthew broderick yeah yeah they're they're teaming up again nathan lane is hysterical i love this movie i think it's so funny one of my one of my favorite like comedy movies uh, definitely my favorite
2: musical wait so, so watching- wait so is it a musical of them making a musical
0: yeah
2: okay it's a musical on okay.
0: broadway
2: wait no it's, the, wait it's an actual musical yeah it's
0: an actual
2: i thought we were watching a movie of a mutant them making a musical it's a
1: movie musical like it's, it's like- a movie it's a musical about them making a musical
2: yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Like
1: the 2005 version. I'm looking it up. There's yeah, two
0: versions. Yeah. Yeah. Not the not the old one. The newer one. Okay. Well, Ferrell's in it. Um, it's, it's good. It's a good movie. Wait, I, I need like.
2: to watch this movie. How have I never heard of it?
0: Boomerang. Yeah, it's, it's very funny. We and it's, and, it's, like. and it, the jokes in it are not politically correct either. So.
2: I'm <laughs> um, excited. Now. All right.
0: That's episode four, the Big Poppy episode. Um, sorry for the break. We're back. Check us out on our socials and thanks for getting wasted with us. See you next week.
2: See ya.
1: See ya. Bye.